Hi, and welcome to Matt Holman Talks Mental Health, the podcast where I have the opportunity to sit down and chat to amazing humans about their journeys. For these episodes, we're talking about neurodiversity, and I'm so happy to introduce Marie to the conversation. Welcome, Marie. Hi, thank you for having me. Thanks for having me on. Oh, you're, you're more than welcome. So as I always do, just, just very quickly, we got to this uh, conversation through a meeting that I had actually at Inclusion Hampshire. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, but Marie, I'll let you do a proper introduction to everybody, let them know a little bit about you and what you do. Okay, thank you. Um, so I'm Marie, I'm Head of Inclusion College. Um, and we are a specialist post-16 college uh, for young people with barriers to mainstream education and employment due to their mental health. Brilliant. Okay, so we're going to learn a little bit about that um, in, a, in a short while. So I'm going to ask you to tell us a story. Tell us a story of how you got to where you are now. What's happened mm-hmm. through the life journey that you've been on? Um, so I'll leave that with you. You define it, describe it. Okay, so it, yeah, it has been quite a journey. Um, so I've worked for Inclusion Hampshire for about 14 years now. Um, and we start um, under various sort of names and guises. But we started as a neighbourhood centre, very small. And we were tasked and and funded to start working with young people in the area who were perhaps um, at risk of uh, exclusion. So what we did is we set up a mentoring program working with local schools and organisations. And from that, we really realised that this mainstream education and this um, one size fits all approach really wasn't working for these young people. And there was a lot of um, misunderstanding around it. Um, So from there, we started an alternative education programme and really over the years, as perhaps um, people's knowledge and awareness has increased um, and we've built our professional reputation, we have grown and grown and grown. Um, So we are now at the point, so coming from a very small, I mean, I think from memory, we started with maybe five young people um, in in a room in a local youth club um to opening our first first provision uh, right to now where we have inclusion hampshire the overarching charitable organization we have the inclusion school um which is an independent school and inclusion college which i'm the head of um and that is we have our own beautiful building that we're exceptionally proud of and at currently have 55 young people um, who are with us because their main barrier is their mental health um, but they also they do all have EHCPs so there's a lot of neurodiversity within our yeah. within our lovely students as well. And and these are students so so we'll talk a little bit about the, the sort of the college environment and the, the work that you're doing as well because mm-hmm. I think it's so important and, and one of the reasons why I really wanted to have this conversation especially for neurodiversity celebration week is you know often often these young people are excluded you've already mentioned that often these young people are not given a chance in life and, mm-hmm. and employment and sort of just general thoughts around that to start so so what do you think around those topics? Yeah absolutely um, my my great passion and motivator is to talk and keep talking about mental health um, and the stigma and the discrimination that still surrounds it uh, because typically we hear time and time again we have the students who haven't been anywhere for years or right. have been in in hospital or have yet yeah, been unable to leave their their bedrooms their houses um, so when what we're offering first and foremost is trust and safety and fun and a sense of belonging and a sense of identity um what we see so much is that 
they have felt so alone and then they come here and they meet people like them and there is a real sense of relief and oh I'm not the only one mm. um, and I am worth worth it um, and I can engage and I've got a lot to offer that's what we're trying to build up they are creative and wonderful and you know deserve to go up out in the world and experience things as everyone else does yeah. So we are we're really lucky that by being a specialist college and the way we've built up that we um, have kind of free reign with our creativity mm. to, to what we offer. Um, so any kind of interest that they've got and, and spark, you know, you start to see that spark of, oh, I, I quite like to try that. Then really, we just go with it, go with it <laughs> in yeah. a big way. Yeah, um, why not? Yeah, embrace embracing the uh, the powers, right? I guess that's, that's exactly the key. exactly yeah. yeah. And where I I just I just find it fascinating, and it's such a wonderful environment as well. For I know a lot of people who were listening to this would never have been in that sort of environment. But you know, when I visited, and you know, that was why this this started was you know it was just to see how it was almost like a magical environment in many ways, wasn't it? <laughs> so I think I think you you and uh, and your colleagues have created such a, a wonderful space for young people who who wouldn't like you say they're just sat in their bedrooms or they're just languishing in systems where they're just not being supported and. Exactly, exactly. And uh, yeah, the staff team are incredible. Yeah. None, none of, you know, none of this would be possible without without yeah. them. They all bring so much and so much care. Mm. Um, and, and again, that passion for, for the job and for supporting young people. But yeah, yeah they're, the ideas and, and the support that we all have for each other as well is, yeah. you know, like nowhere yeah. else. <laughs> so you're passionate you're very yeah. passionate about this we, we talked about it before we recorded as well but um why are you so passionate about these people why is it what what changed for you or what what was your motivator i think so there's a couple of um there's a couple of motivators i think so there's a quote that i really love and i really live by which is be who you needed when you were younger um okay. so i think that motivates me um i like i said the the stigma and the sorry, the stigma right. that still um kind of surrounds mental health and i think sometimes that internalized almost shame that people feel um drives me to to try and make it better i think yeah. um and also just day to day these young people are amazing They're, it's my job is an absolute joy right I love that yeah and you so you came from a teaching background previously right yeah. so in mm -hmm. mainstream teaching um mainstream learning support okay right so you were yeah. in learning support within I was in learning support so actually I worked in a resource provision that was for um secondary age students with um AS, ASD to access the mainstream curriculum within the school oh okay and, so and I, I started in SEM yeah okay so so and and sort of what got you to there what was the the motivator for you to go into that um i'm digging a little bit deep here marie yeah you're, well, no 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 not at all um just i think i probably when i was younger struggled to find where i was you know where i was going yeah. i always i was always interested in mental health um i did my i went to university and did psychology um okay. and yeah, I, I started with, with learning support jobs. Um, and I think even at that point, no disrespect meant, but I learned a lot about what I would not not do. Um, yeah. 
I worked in several schools where perhaps the environments were quite difficult as well. I think sure. staff staff well-being has not always been um, what it should be. Um, so I almost kind of learned the things that I almost didn't want, want to do from those. But yeah. also, I guess, kind of recognised a bit of, a bit of an affinity for working with young people. But, you know, I knew that was what I wanted to do. And yeah. Then, yeah, I knew Cheryl and I had this opportunity and I jumped at it and I nice. never looked back. <laughs> Brilliant. And Cheryl, Cheryl's the founder or the co-founder of, of the school, the Inclusion. Yeah, she's, well. yeah she's the CEO of Inclusion Hampshire. That's so, right. yeah, she's she's built this. Amazing. But with a great team around her and that's the most, you know, the, mm -hmm. the most important. She would always say that about everybody as well, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's fascinating, isn't it? So so you 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 went through this system, you worked in different environments, you saw things that you didn't like necessarily or you felt a little bit more uncomfortable with, which I think is, you know, that's that's the journey of life, isn't it? That's the experience of life. You don't you don't know what you what you need to know until you need to know it. So mm -hmm. it's a really important one to sort of to to manage it. So has that helped you to sort of really define or, or you know make this environment the best environment yeah yes I think we've taken um yeah absolutely taken our, our all of our um experiences yeah. uh, and we're we're a very honest team and a very transparent team as well and, and all that kind of role modeling um so we take all of that and I think like like I said we've got we've been so lucky to have the freedom to mm to do to build our curriculums to build our support to really really sort of nail down what is our the inclusion way you know what is our way of working with these young people yeah. um that is unique it, um it is and, and quite often people do comment when they when they come in on the the atmosphere and and the approaches that we take and and, and some of it's difficult to define um mm. but yeah that's so we we just we're really lucky to be able to do that yeah, no, definitely, and and you know through the work that you're doing, you're you're helping young people to to move through life. But of course, at some point, those young people have to leave the college or the inclusion system. So, so how does that work for you? What's what's the biggest challenges? I guess is probably the biggest question I can ask there, right? So, the, I think so. Again, where they all have EHCPs, we don't run a, a fixed program. So, unlike mainstream college, you're not signing up for a one year course or a two year course. Yeah. We each year we review um, with with the SEN um, department, Hampshire SEN, um, and we're looking at kind of where we're where we're working towards and the progress. And quite often they uh, they stay with us for for longer than two years or three okay. years. Right. Um, because because my 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 real thing is that I don't want them you know oh it's the end it's two years so off you go yeah they're not ready for employment they right. don't know how to access the support themselves for their mental health and it all falls apart mm. um so our main aim is that when they leave they have sustain, sorry, sustainable strategies to yeah. manage their well-being themselves in the future. So they know where to go. They can recognise if things are a bit wobbly. They know where to go to get help. And they are able to uh, be independent adults in the community. So whether that's employment, supported internship, traineeships, but there's progression um, and they feel ready to yeah. do it. So it does mean that we haven't had many move on from us yet, but... And they do worry about it. Yeah. And they do we do talk about it a lot. And and what we our message is always we will be so proud of you because mm. you will be ready to leave. And it will be sad. Yeah. 
but we're always still here to talk to, but we'll be so proud of you when you're ready to move on. So we need to really be aware of the skills that they need. Um, so something we're doing at the moment, which is actually really, really interesting, I'm really excited about it, is bringing in an assistive technologies programme. Okay. Um, so not just, I mean, people, it's quite common to know about assistive technologies academically. So, you know, you could use a, a voice reader, um, you could get a graphic overlay on your laptop screen, so on. But what we're building, and it is so exciting, is this very bespoke, program that is using assistive technologies on an iPad or um, and later on independently on their phones that is addressing their their needs that really hinder them being out and about independently okay. as adults so it's not necessarily academic this is about independent adult life so yep. for example somebody um, who due to um, autism, autism doesn't have um, much of a sense of time um, so for example one hour passing three hours passing is it time to get up? Da, da. That's a very big barrier to employment. Right. Yeah, if we can teach her to independently use an app that is ping alarm, ping you need to brush your teeth now, ping you need to start okay. walking to the bus stop, this is now time to get to work, Yeah, is going to help her get out and about independently. Brilliant. Similarly, um, somebody who has, who, who has lots of difficulties reading, yet yeah, as an adult, he's going to need to go to a, an appointment, a doctor's appointment using the app can take a photo and it will tell him verbally what the sign says so he can oh. find his way so i mean the the what we're building is pretty vast because there's everything from someone who loves football so there's um like a headers game so developing those fine motor skills um so yeah it's very exciting it, it's in progress so we're building yeah. it but yeah but that's what we really need is to be supporting them to get out themselves on the in the future yeah yeah, because I guess you're right. You have to have a moment where it's sort of you you detach from from them and they detach from you, and but you want them to be ready. And I think that's exactly. the most important driver, isn't it? Exactly. So, that's what we say. But it's, you know, we can't as much as you know we care so much. But it's this yeah. is your life, and you deserve to go off and be happy. And what about so? So here's here's a question. I I don't know what you can what you can share or say really, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, what about the families of these young people? So sort of, what's the reaction to them? How do they oh, gosh, find the work so you're doing? That is um that's again been another really important area um is yeah. to support the families as well and right. the parents as well. And we do a lot of that. You know, we talk to them probably all nearly every every day. Um because quite often they also are coming from a really difficult horrible experiences sure. and and if they if their child has had several experiences of, of education or support that haven't worked parents are often quite rightly scared like yeah. terrified to to try again um you know are you really going to do what you say you can do because we've been let down before yeah. Um, you almost we're almost building trust with the parents as well. Um, and that ties into the students' progress as well. So as they move towards adulthood, again, quite often there can be that fear from the parents of, oh, are they ready? Because they're my child. Of course, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's working with them as well to kind of increase their confidence in, yeah. in it. But yeah, the, the parents are the parents are wonderful as well. well you know, it's yeah. it's lovely um community. 
yeah that's brilliant uh, and that's what you need as well isn't it it's, it's that sort of triangle isn't it of you know yeah. you've got the you've got the person the young person the parents and the con- yeah. the community or the college and and if it all works together then then actually it can work if it all works exactly. against each other or there's conflict it can be really really but, challenging yes. for, for people yeah. around it um I, I think that's amazing um good stories have you got any nice sort of you know heartwarming stories for people to know that you know because of these people who have been excluded in life to yeah. where they where they are now you know anything yeah. you can share no no oh, names well, but just just detail, you know just sort of um, yeah so many of them so right. we've had a particular uh, a student who um, really was at the point of not being able to leave their bedroom yeah. yep um, who now attends um, all day long, all day long, every day, oh, really? um, and is editor of our student news in okay. newsletter, so inclusion inclusion weekly. Um, so he is the editor, and he goes he every week goes around and interviews people, wow. um, produces it, um, contributions from other students is all coordinated. So be it a film review, a game review. A, pet photo um quote of the week you know fashion outfit of the week you know it's bringing out all their areas of interest every week this news newsletter is produced and printed and handed out um and yeah so that is that that has just been amazing to see really amazing to see um this year we've brought in additional courses and again that's something to just see them all picking their areas of interest we've got quite a few who've who started courses on um, mental health and okay. supporting young people's mental health needs so obviously okay. they feel that they've got a lot to give you know give back yeah. now as well perhaps they're in a position to almost support other people yeah. um but yeah each and every day they all do things that is so um touching so uh, one of the girls came into my office yesterday specifically to say they, they'd actually just done a really amazing um, drama session on on masking okay um so the group drama session on masking is very very open yeah. um that we've linked with art so they're actually doing masks where writing on the outside and then writing true feelings on the inside oh wow so okay the world. Yeah. um the extension of that is now going to tie in with English, where they're going to write haiku poems, uh, which we then hope to record as a, as a sort of funder and put them out. Um, but she came in after that. She obviously found that session incredibly powerful. And she came in and she said, I just want to tell you that things have been really, really difficult and it's been really hard in the past. But everything that happened has led me to be here. And this is the only place where I've ever felt I can just be myself. I don't have to try and fall in with other people. I don't have yeah. to behave in a certain way. I can just be me, and I've never been this happy. Wow, so, that's lovely. It makes, oh, it makes me feel all good inside. That does. That's a lovely mm-hmm. story. I think that's really sweet, and and it's so true, though, isn't it? But that's what the inclusion's about, and yeah. and that and that should be society wise, not just by people coming to a safe environment like you've created to mm-hmm. to have this mm-hmm. this sort of feeling. I, I I it's saddening to think that that's the reality, isn't it? Yeah. But it's also heartwarming to know that there is a space like yours mm-hmm. that has that impact on on these young people because you know I keep revolving back to that point of they're excluded people in in the past yeah. they were excluded because they were different or they were mm-hmm. struggling or they were in you know a system yes. that that wasn't supporting them so oh it's it's just yeah 
I'm just going to say another superlative. It's incredible what you're doing. And I genuinely feel that I heart, heartfelt feeling. Um, we're coming towards the end of this, Marie. And, and you know, there's there's so much more I would love to, to be able to talk about with you um, and to share with you. I think maybe we need to do another episode at some point, which would be lovely. Maybe we get yes, a, a community one together. Um, mm-hmm. But for this one, obviously, neurodiversity is, is sort of like the big theme for what we're running these episodes on at the moment. Mm-hmm. In terms of the future, what do you want to happen? How would you like it to to work? Society. Whatever you want, wherever <laughs> you want to go with it, globally, yeah. society, globally, society. Yeah, I would like people's uniqueness and individuality to be recognised and yeah. celebrated. And for you know, as my student said, I would like people to be secure and safe to be them, yeah. and to be happy being them. Yeah, I think, I think that's lovely, and I I wholeheartedly agree. Um, so this is right at the end, and I will just say it. Any any additional final thoughts or other quotes? And you did say a lovely quote earlier, which was "Be who you needed when you were younger." Mm-hmm. I think that's something that's quite powerful, right? Yeah, it's yeah. I read when I read it. I read it years ago, and it really did stick with me. Mm. Really did. Yeah, I think that's that's so powerful. But any final final thoughts from you? It's just been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me on because I could talk, I could talk about mental health and neurodiversity and and society um, for hours probably. Yeah. But um, it's been really lovely to oh. be able to share our story a bit. And um, yeah, if anyone's obviously interested in finding out more about what we do, and and please contact us. Yeah, definitely. And I I I know it's growing. You know, this is it. So so growth comes from awareness by when when people are aware of what they can do. So anybody sat out there with with young people worried about what the future looks like for them. And I know many people are right now thinking about their school systems and how that's not necessarily working for them. I'm not saying it's for everybody, but for some, there is always some hope there. And that's what you're creating is is an environment of hope for those young people who maybe people in, or maybe society's given up a little bit on so mm. never give up hope that's the most important thing eh yes yes brilliant stuff marie i just want to send you all the very best for you and the team and all of the young people that you're working with you know just lots of strength and power and and positive thoughts for the future you know i know it's it's difficult at the moment outside the windows um but we can work together and we can make these things happen so thank you so much i really appreciate your time this morning and take care look after yourself i'll speak to you thank soon. you and you bye now